Hi, welcome back to Pixelate. My name is Adam, and I'm back. Today I'm joined by only Wope and Micah. Chris and Jamal are off taking care of life things, and that's just the way of the world. But we not have a, a show. They're not gamers. We have a show to produce, so we're going to do that. Starting with good game, bad game. Good game, bad game. Okay, so for my bad game, it's actually something that I haven't played. I have missed to this point the entire Street Fighter VI beta that I really was looking forward to playing, but the way it is impossible for me to pry my hands off of this device since last Friday, like I just don't know what to tell you. Um, I'm not sure how many days or I'm sorry, this is the last day. I'm not sure how many hours are left. I don't know if it's like a 12 a.m. you know thing, but if there is some time, I'm hoping that I can get at least a couple games at least a couple games in a street fighter before i cop it next month is the open beta can you play online in the open beta i want to say yes like i think they they gave you eight characters um you know the the classics it's ryu chun li ken uh dawson i want to say and then jury luke who's the new guy kimberly who's also a new guy and guile so it's a good little selection, a lot of different play styles. Um, I, I was just hoping I could get my hands on it before launch, but uh, I'm not sure if I'll get the time. Okay. Bad game? That is my bad game. Uh, my good game, of course, oh. is, is still Tears of the Kingdom. It's still taking over every possible hour that it can. Love it. No issues here. Michael, what you got? Um, good game for the week. I've gotten back into Dragon Ball Heroes, the card game on Switch. So I've been playing that um, when I don't feel like playing like a big open world game like Tears of the Kingdom. Just something casual right before bed at like 2 a.m. So that game has been holding me over more so this week. Um, Bad game. I, I got... Civilization Six on Switch for like two dollars <laughs> or something like that. Uh, I went to try it because I I was looking for an RTS specifically, but I couldn't find one under like forty bucks on Switch. And Civ was like the only game that seemed like a city building kind of game, but I didn't realize it was like a turn based city building game. And I just I don't like it. I don't like those kind of games. Um, it's the most boring format it's so boring yeah i like the i like rts games where you can like age of empires i like that kind of game but i don't like turn-based city building that sounds it's just like it's going to take a hundred years for me to finish a match so kind of waste of two dollars but uh yeah at least it was two bucks right yeah it was it was a steal for someone i'd who say likes it. Yeah, I, I'd say like it has an audience. Like people play it. I think I think X has played it. I know John has played it. Um, there's a couple <laughs> other people that I know that have that have delved into the Civilization uh, franchise. My favorite thing, though, I've seen this so many times. My favorite thing about the Civilization games is that Gandhi, um, because of like a glitch in the early games, is like the most. Uh, he he's the most likely to like nuke you. 
<laughs> which is hilarious because so there in the, in the game there's like a system where it's like if you're a pacifist your uh, threat level is like set to zero or something like that or like as close to zero as possible where gandhi he was you know a peaceful protester right right and they set him all the way to zero but something along the way went wrong where in like civilization two maybe maybe it was the first civilization um where it glitched out and it set his threat level to like max like 999 or 99 or whatever it was and all of a sudden as soon as you like are a threat to uh his civilization he just nukes you yeah that's where i wanted to get into it like I wanted to be a conqueror and kind of go around the yeah. war, like because the peaceful stuff. Why would I play? You know, it's right. But I just eventually, after like an hour of playing, I was like, maybe one day when I'm really bored. But this shit's just making me want to go to sleep. Right. Um, and I always thought that that was hilarious because a lot of YouTube channels have talked about it. A lot of gaming, you know, platforms have talked about it. Um, that's always just been really funny. I, I've known about that for a long time. And so what they've done is like, as the years have gone on, they've kind of like bought into that like meme. And so Gandhi is like the highest threat if you're like facing him or whatever in your game. Uh, I always thought that was really, really funny. I like when Um, developers like get in on jokes about their game. mm -hmm. Like uh, it it reminds me of um, Ed Boon and the Mortal Kombat crew, like adding Ermac as a character after the, the rumors of, being able to unlock this red ninja or whatever right like little things like that it's nice to know that uh developers are really like paying attention to the community and i mean that's a super super old example or noob cybot so you know exactly yeah you know the 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 origins of noob cybot right Mm -hmm. wait remind me off the top yeah I, i know so noob cybot his name uh is a play on words with the last names of the head developers so ed boon and i think his name is like jonathan tobias or something like that Mm -hmm. and um so his name is just their last names backwards noob cybot is boon tobias okay so that i actually did not know there's there's a bunch of different stories like that like how uh creepers in minecraft were supposed to be pigs but they switched out and stood up instead of just crawling (laughs) <laughs> or like or like the the what is it called the things in Halo Infinite the bad guys one of the, in the trailer in the gameplay trailer there was like a really oh, bad yeah. image of one of them and they named him Greg and you can actually find his portrait it was, Cra- it was Craig Craig the uh Craig um, yeah what was his na- uh they're a race the... I don't remember oh man no um, but like he looks so bad and they obviously fixed it by the end of the game but they actually have that low polyed face on like a little picture portrait somewhere. Yeah. So if you go on top of a tower, they have, so basically Craig ended up in like canonically becoming a musician. And so you could go to like a bar and Craig would be playing at that bar and they have like uh, his album, like posted up on top of a tower. Um, And if you zoom in, it's like, it has like all the, all the names of the songs and everything. It's hilarious because like that's why they delayed it. Like people were like, "This looks like shit." And then there was a there's a still frame of Craig's face, and um, they went back and and made the game look better and whatnot. But at the same time, they were also like, "This this is something to buy into." Uh, and lo and behold, 
people loved it. And I loved it. When it I, works, when I, it works. When I found it, I was like, no way. That's is a smaller, real? it's definitely a smaller version of like some like adding a whole character or something, right? But right. So it it's nice when devs can kind of like make fun of themselves a bit and kind of play into that. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot more than we than we even like like to admit. Um, but that's what makes that's what like differentiates uh the the gaming community from a lot of other media. Because a lot of times, like you're not you're not going to see like Scorsese putting in something where like, oh yeah, this is this is something that he does, so we're going to meme it, and then he adds it into a movie because the community found that funny. Like game developers are going to put their Easter eggs in uh, to satisfy the community because at the end of the day, it's all about having fun. It's a um, less serious art form. It, it very much is, but at the same time it's not like we take it we take it seriously like a lot of people take it very seriously but again the whole concept of gaming is based on having fun and enjoying the games enjoying the product because you're not just watching something you're not admiring something that someone else put up you're also a part of that process like as a gamer um and so in order to satisfy that that gaming community that that franchise that that base of fans um that fan base is probably the better word to use <laughs> base of uh, fans. base of the fans, base of fans. <laughs> all your base of fans are belong to us exactly um sorry i've had some wine so i'm feeling it um but in order to satisfy that just thirst of like fun things they they make fun of they make fun of themselves um and i love that mm. uh when when developers don't buy into it when they're like super serious like a lot of times ea does not put in easter eggs in their games what they will do is reuse mechanics but that's a discussion for another day or past days because we've talked about it a ton um ea can always get slandered here easy every time easy time at one point we could have said the same for nintendo but you guys know the deal. That, that's as, of which, that's as like well, I was going to say it's as business practice, but EA EA has their own. I don't think it, just because this game dropped, Nintendo is completely no, no, we're not. No, not, not no, 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 no. Of course not. They're because, not out of the and, water. And, uh, honestly, even one. giving them like a little bit of a leave, like you guys get a week off, like fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. They they suck in every other way. The, the developers of Zelda, I don't connect to Nintendo as a whole at all. Yeah, how is that possible? Because they're just a publishing company. There, it's like if if fucking the Assassin's Creed team. Or like the Far Cry team made a really good uh, Far Cry. You wouldn't be like Ubisoft is back. You'd be like fuck Ubisoft. Oh, Far Cry. Okay. Far Cry yeah. did their shit. You know what I mean. And same I with mean, Nintendo. Nintendo's been dropping mid for like three years. And who, de- who sudden, develops? Who develops Zelda? Nintendo. Like they have a okay. smaller team, but I don't think we know the name. Yeah, I've never heard. They, it's just, that's it's not the like game part, bro. They, Nintendo publishes it. Yeah, they they have like most developers waive their whatever rights it's called like a something rights in their contract where like we made this not you yeah we made this like fuck that and i'm yeah. thinking how many 
how many main Nintendo franchises do you know that are just like, oh, Nintendo made this? Like Mario, obviously, right? Legend of Zelda. When you look at Kirby, you know that's um, HAL Labs or whatever. Uh, Pokemon is Game Freak. Does Metroid have like a... No, a Pokemon... Sep- is it is it still Game Freak? Yeah. Or is it, it's are, Game Freak under the Pokemon company under Nintendo, Pokemon co- I okay. think. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Okay. I think they just give them a percentage of whatever profits they make through the games. I mean, mm. not like everything else. It's all about the money. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, is uh, anyone buying that uh, Pokemon DLC? Probably. Aside from me? Probably. If it comes with the, the performance patch that they said it was going to come with, well, not that they said, but that was rumored to come with it. It's automatic for me. It's gonna be it's gonna be like two new legendaries and like a hundred new Pokemon, but it's gonna be the same fucking game. And I'm still gonna play it. Shame on me, but it's gonna shame happen. on you. Shame Honestly, on me too. Listen, I, I'm I'm sorry. It's a bad habit. Yeah, yeah they're I not mean, they're not getting more money out of me, respectfully. Especially Fuck now them. that like Nintendo's getting with the seventy dollar wave. Fuck that. Even Jedi Survivor is seventy dollars. Yeah, every oh, everything wait. everything since uh, the PS Five no. and the Xbox whatever launched has been seventy dollars. They they've recently upped the price Jedi on Survivor all new games. 70. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, the Kingdom I, is the first Nintendo. Yeah, it's the first dollars. Nintendo game to touch seventy. Yeah, yeah. I ended up. Uh, I think I bought Jedi Survivor for like sixty three. You probably have Game Pass and EA. I yeah. can't remember how I did it. If you have uh, ultimate like saved EA, up or something. EA play gives you a, a um sale on the game. That mm. might have been it because I was looking at G2A. Um and at what? G it's a it's a fucking illegal site, anyways. It's not illegal. It's not illegal, it's a game code site. Like yeah, it, it, it's it a workaround, it, it's a third party. It, uh, yeah, it, it uses uh like sponsored um codes from publishers and but it just compiles all of them and it's, the people individual sellers will sell it to you for yeah. like whatever Hash, oh, shout like out the, g2a because we're not shout out g2a them. we're not shout sponsored out. by them but that's shout out g2a sponsor us it's, you it's just a, said they're illegal they're not illegal it's not illegal but it, it does seem shady when you do it for the first time Fuck that. it's like Fuck it's that. like scalping kind of no no not, not even close no it's not that it, it's literally like all it does is it is it um like people through d2a will buy uh codes and like as if they're gonna play the game all right but they don't but they don't activate the game we're not gonna we're not gonna sell g2a on our podcast (laughs) fuck it hey i've gotten some quality games through them i don't care but this is the first i'm hearing about this is why i'm i'm confused check it out yeah no check it out and You, you should check it out it saves a lot of money yeah. Oh, same uh anyways, my good game. Check check that. Check, 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 check. Uh bad game uh is gonna be my car battery not working uh at the end of last week. That sucked. And then I had to get State Farm to bring someone out and start my car. And that's great. So great game. Yeah, cool experience. It's it a great game. It's a great game. It is a very bad game. Um my good game is going to be finally starting Tears of the Kingdom several days after you guys because I was celebrating my lovely girlfriend Emmy's birthday. Happy birthday, Emmy. I love you. 
Uh, but uh, sorry. anyways, <laughs> we got games to talk about. Uh, so yeah, Tears uh, of the Kingdom, man. That's my good game. But let's go ahead and talk about that. Uh, I know that you guys had an entire episode about it without me in lieu of my absence. Um, and, you know, going through that episode, editing it, it was, it was a good episode. I, I, I think you guys did well. Um, thanks dad. You're, you're welcome. I tried my darndest to not really listen to what you were saying though. Uh, because I wanted zero, zero introduction, zero spoiler, nothing talking about that game. And that all compiled into my stream on our Twitch channel, which you can check right there. I don't know. It's, it's look at it. It's here. Yeah. It's somewhere. Put it right um, here. That the, the first, the first four hours were rough and you guys saw. God, I hated uh, watching you play. It was extremely painful. It was, it, and watching it back was very frustrating too because it was quite literally, I don't know what, why, why is my house shaking? Anyways, it was quite literally one of, like, like learning how to walk. That's how that stream went. It was very difficult just to like do the basic shit, but it's not because I haven't played breath of the wild it's not because i haven't played games like that could have fucking fooled me i know i i know <laughs> it was a hard watch trust me but that's what makes it more fun um but like if you if you if you noticed like they changed a couple things when when we were at chris's last night and he was like help me get through this part right and when I was playing, I instinctively pressed up on the D-pad to use one of the abilities. Whereas in this game, you use the left, you know, uh, the top left button. Uh, you just use the L button. Yeah, and, some of the buttons take some getting used to. Right. And, you know, j sprinting and jumping uh, wasn't changed, but you're not used to that as, after, you, after not playing with those controls after like three and a half years or whatever however long it's been for me i know some some people it's been almost seven years it's been five to six years something like that um i just had a lot of trouble kind of jumping back into it but after that that's it's it's easily it's surpassing breath of the wild in my opinion um in terms of just like the the grand scale of it uh the making the world feel alive the immersiveness uh the the controls are just a little bit tighter once you get used to them um and this kind of brings me to my next point micah last week you said that the building is probably your least favorite not that it's bad but it's your least favorite aspect of the game so far let me ask you this before i dive into this do you still believe that that it's my least favorite part of the game? Yes. Mm -hmm. I would say, yeah, but like not in the sense that I don't enjoy doing it sometimes. I. What the fuck? I, I just doing? don't, I just don't, uh, 
I don't find it entertaining in a Zelda to do that personally. Do you feel like it's too like not off brand, but do you feel well, like it's kind of out of place? No. It's not that it's out of place. Um, because it's a it honestly it meshes well with what this Zelda's universe is doing, which is 10,000 years past all the other Zelda games. And there's futuristic technology, right? So it makes sense that you can make cars. Maybe, maybe it makes sense. Who cares? Like planes, stuff like that. Right. Like, don't think it doesn't. It's it. not that it doesn't fit. I feel like that argument is whatever. But I think that the way that it's incorporated into the gameplay, like the main quest lines, the shrines, some of the side quests, the guy with the sign everywhere, like there's moments where it clicks to me and I'm having fun with it. And then there's moments where I'm just like, God, I don't even want to touch it right now because it's it's just frustrating. Um and it uh, it honestly at sometimes it completely turns me away from the game. Like there's times where I'll, I'll be doing the quest and it'll be like build this thing, get me like the Korok quest for example. I don't even like those Korok quests where it's like get me to my friend who's oh, I skip over there with the smoke thing. I skip those. I never That's do fair. them. I That's never fair. do them. You know why? Cuz it's 50 years away and I'm like I'm not building you something so that your fat ass can get over there. I'm just going to go do what I want to do. Um, and but it also, yeah, I agree also with that. you don't, you don't even necessarily need to build something like you don't need to build things for a lot of them. You just pick them up and carry them. But if that's not what I can, said. I said, I don't like the, the building. Like that's what it comes down. I get that. I can do other ways to solve things. And I have going to take like 20 said, fucking minutes. Like I said, last week, I parkour to get past most of my shrines instead of building some mechanism. Right. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I don't enjoy the building. I just, there's parts where I do where when I can do creative things, like make my own car, make my own thing, house, whatever. But when the game is like actively making me create something and it's not working over and over, if it works the first time, great. If it doesn't, that's where I start to get frustrated. I don't know. I think that like when, so you mentioned the shrines kind of forcing you to uh, use the mechanics especially with building um even uh, like more so early on not always it doesn't no, no, but i know i know i know but i'm saying like you did mention that you don't like being forced to to play the game uh how they wanted you to play it in terms of the building i actually like it because there are a couple times where i didn't know that I could do this. I couldn't know. I, I didn't know that I had this item to use. And this is teaching me to do that. Uh, like, for example, you just kind of without spoilers, you can make this certain device with these items and it'll make it even better. And you learn that in the shrine. And then when you get out of the shrine, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to do this in the real world. And then you do. And it's like, Hell yeah, dude. That's satisfying. Yeah, that's that plays now, the freeform nature of the game. Exactly. But there are, I'm sure there are people that have gone away from the shrines and just discovered it on their own. When they get back to the shrine, they're like, oh, I already know this. But not everyone, that's that's what's that's the beauty of this game, is that there's such a variety in gameplay. And I think it's unfair to uh kind of demonize them showing like basically forcing you to do that. 
Um, I, I'm not demonizing, and I I've only said I just don't like it. Like that's just me. If everyone else in the whole you well, basically you're a building, piece of shit. Yeah, okay. I'm a piece of shit because I don't like. I just here's I've played so many Zelda games. I played Link to the Past, Link's Awakening, uh, Phantom Hourglass. All those games they focus more on dungeon crawling, doing certain puzzles. In, in like a specific type of way. I have and a then, feeling I'm going to really disagree with you here, but go on. Whatever. And then also like Damn, just, just the, point. there's no like freeform nature with most Zelda games and Breath of the Wild, it kept simplicity. That is what like my biggest thing with Zelda games are. Simplicity first, complexity at the very end. Whereas this game, this is the most complex Zelda game of all time. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but for me and what I look for in this franchise, Breath of the Wild still keeps like in terms of what I like about Zelda, it's still trumping this game right now because it was just so simple. And I enjoyed how the, all the mechanics were simple, like the different uh, abilities you had in that first game. I like that there there was like a lot of landmass between cities and quests and shrines because it was simple. I had like one goal, whereas this one there's so many it's hard to keep track sometimes and that's just how i like these types of games if i want something more complex i'll go play skyrim if i want something more complex i'll go play shadow of war but usually when i'm playing a zelda i just want something very like straightforward or simple i'm not saying know. that's bad for this game but the building mechanic specifically it. is the no. exact opposite of simplicity it's okay, not, wait, wait, hold on, Adam. I think Breath I know of the Wild was not was not simple. Yes, it yes, was. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And just because you didn't fucking play it for long enough to know how to walk and I run. I played it for over a hundred hours. Okay, well, you forgot how to jump and shit. I don't know, but like, <laughs> okay, well, that again, people are allowed to fucking forget shit when they're. I playing get it. I get it. But I'm saying games. that game is simple. Way more simple than this game. Like far more simple, and it's it's not hard. It's I think that game. you're you're not you're not. Uh, remembering how much complex shit there is in that game. I do remember. I ha- I put a hundred percent into it. I understand that, but you're under underplaying how complex of a game. It's not it that is. complex. Wait, on, Adam. There hold are on, four on. major quests that you have to do. Same one major quest, one. and none of the everything else is optional. Nothing else needs to be done. You can go straight to Ganon in that game. I don't think you realize like there isn't. You can anything. go straight to the chasm in this game. But it's not the same. It's not the same at all. It's not. The it's same. a little. Yes, I understand that. It's not. It's there's not, there's too many not, things compared to this the is first not. One. Yeah, it's a sequel. This is what you wanted. This is what you want. You were you were, were literally like, I hope that they just don't make the same game. And they didn't. And now you're chastising the game for not being. You keep the same thinking game. I'm chastising when all I've said, <laughs> I don't like building. No, but you've said more now. You said that it's wicked. If I, I said more, the first game is more, more simple. Game, I would play a different game. I said the first game is more simple, and that's what I like about Zelda. I like when it's I don't. Zelda, have to... It's still simple in the sense of like the actual gameplay. If you want to really delve deep no, into, it's... yes, yes, it is. You have if to you select want... materials for what type of fusing. You, you don't do. have to do the shrines. You don't have to build. You don't have to go to the sky. You except do have for to a build. T- yeah. To play this game, you have to build. There's you just don't. no doubt about it. You really, you, you really, really are don't. saying right now you don't have to build when the tutorial makes you fucking build. Ask the tutorial, yes, because it's introducing mechanics because it's a sequel. It's yeah, you not don't have the to do all game. that in the first one. That's all I'm saying is because like, that wasn't a sequel. 
okay, I just don't <laughs> enjoy the building. I'm not going to like it at the end of the game, and I still don't like it now. It's fine. I don't hate it. I don't think you should not like it either, but I don't like it. Get over it. I don't like building. It's not good. The fucking grid shit pisses me off. No, no. The fucking, no. Uh, like, having no. to unattach things and it no. all falls apart. It's trash no. for me. Like, I don't enjoy it. No. And it it actively makes me not want You're to wrong. do quests when I have to build. I just You're don't want to do it. You're wrong. Can I interject? No. Yes. Mike, I see what you're saying about Breath of the Wild being simple. It was Breath of the Wild. It was as complex as you wanted it to be. But when I think back to my playthrough of that game, it was a lot of just walking around and climbing. And I was super content with it. I was super content now, in this game. Yes. Now in this game, you can still do that, but they offer you so many avenues to shortcut gameplay. You don't have to climb everything if you don't want to. You can ascend through shit. There's little tricks and stuff that I did learn through the shrines that I was able to utilize outside in the open world where I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool, right? But when it comes to the, oh, help the Korok get to his friends and like, it, it's it's it seems forced right and every and, 10 meters there's a dude who needs his help getting the fucking sign up i'm just trying to find the simplest Addison. way to do that like with the least amount of wood possible like and now now it's a game because now it makes me mad when i see the sign guy just standing there and i'm just like that Fuck. can be fun like just mm-hmm. trying to speed run a build i'm not saying that the building outright shouldn't be added and never have i said that other people can't like it i i think it's fine but i don't enjoy when it's like every single quest has a building thing most times it's fun like when i made a boat for some dude and i had to get him across a river i was like this is cool it worked the first time it doesn't frustrate me but when i've done like a build three times and it still won't finish the quest i get over it and it makes me want to turn off the game whereas breath of the wild i never felt that i not once in breath of the wild got so frustrated with one mechanic or any maybe a shrine at most and then i would just leave the shrine but like, Not once during the Divine Beasts. I love the Divine Beasts. There were times. No, for not me for me. Least. I love the Divine Beasts. I love everything about Breath of the Wild. I, I didn't 100% it for no reason. So like this one, I'm having a hard time even thinking I'm going to do that because I don't enjoy every mechanic. I don't enjoy building it much. Some would say skill issue. Probably, yeah. I, I might suck at building. That's Get fun. Good. But like <laughs> if if that if that's what you know considers me a hater just because I don't like it, then sure, I guess I'm a hater. But I'm not saying you guys can't like it. I'm not saying it doesn't, it's not a good mechanic. I'm just saying I don't like the building. It's not that fun for me. You know what I do like about this game? I like the combat, which hasn't changed that much, but it has a little bit. You can fuse bombs and shit onto your shield. I like that you can kind of add some durability to your weapons. I like the new uh, armor sets and some of the stuff I've seen, even though I've got it spoiled. That wasn't an armor set. That was just a head. I know. I didn't know that one was in here, though. So I'm assuming, but I'm assuming who you got it from. And I know who you got it from. But actually, I don't remember where I got it. I just, it just, I just Uh, got it. Then Um, then it's not the way I thought. Also, uh, in that picture that I sent to the group chat, I was literally only focusing on the longest fucking thing I've ever made. (laughs) 
and I forgot that. First of all, okay. I guess this is a spoiler, but what I'm wearing in my head so uh, in my head on my head so far is a Bo Coblin, uh, like a hat. Basically, it's like it wraps around. It's in your the face. first game. I, yeah, it's not like yeah. a. And it has yeah, but some people don't know it has the ears, and any time <laughs> when you're wearing it, if you're going idle, Link will automatically just like hunch down as if he's trying to like blend in with a bunch of hokas or whatever. Did you get those in the first game ever? I never, nope. I never saw that in the first game. You never went to the the night shop dude who would sell you Dark Link armor and the fucking all the different heads. You can get past Lionel's and you can like take pictures with Lionel's and shit if you have the Lionel head on. This is the first time. Wow. Okay. Is it it Mo Coblin? Is it? Moblin, Bo Coblin, and Lizaflos are the monsters. I keep on saying Ho Coblin. Yeah, Moblins. There's new ones too, but I don't know what they know. Those are Horriblins. Yeah, the ones that hang from the caves and shit. The proboscis monkeys. But I I don't want to fucking talk about the building anymore because like as much as yeah. I don't like that, right. it's whatever. Like, Let's I, move on. One yeah, thing we I could don't get to this game for years. It I kind of had to stop playing this week because I was feeling a little burnt out by um the quests in Kakariko Village, uh, which are basically like um how do I put this? Uh, it, they're like researcher quests, but you have to go like around reading books and reporting back to researchers. And then the the yeah. village quest line, because like I've been going from village to village trying to do as many quests as I can at once. I got burnt out. I had to stop playing for a few days because I was getting super bored by those quest lines. And I realized like I get what they're doing with this one. Like the, the quests here are not like just go collect 50 things and bring it back to me. Right. They're like more involved. But I don't find the narrative of some of them interesting enough to like warrant me doing them. Uh, same, and I didn't feel that way in Breath of the Wild either. I always thought the side quests were boring. I waited until the very end to do them. Same. But this game, you can tell that they tried a little bit more, like with some of the Pura quests and whatever. But overall, I shouldn't have played Skyrim before this game because the writing in that game is impeccable. And this one, the writing is just—it's it, a kids' game. So, like, I—I well, th- mean, interested at the, all. Why is my camera shaking? What the fuck? I hate when this house shakes because someone's <laughs> driving by. What the fuck? Anyways, the thing with Skyrim is that everything is voice acted. That too. Yeah. Everything is voice acted. And so when, when I hearing... have to hear who and then like text, yeah. it oh. makes me, it makes me, I'm not saying it's bad because I like the first game, but I, it makes me less invested for sure. Uh, when, when a, when a Goron goes, oh, and there's four slides of text that you have to just read through. I'm bored. Yeah. I'm it bored. gets, it gets, it does get repetitive. I think and... they should have done voice acting here, man. I don't know why we accept that JRPG, not, not just JRPGs, but like Japanese games are totally immune from like what we consider. Okay. In Western audience, like voice acting is a must in this day and age. It, it's it, we're past the ages of reading scrolls and scrolls of text it's a handheld game so it kind of gets away with it but after this one no more i'm done if you're gonna do voice acting at all go all the way i don't like how they switch from voice acted cutscene right to text-based conversation it it throws me the fuck off 
It it is it is kind of jarring. And it's always like, the cutscenes have like two voice acted lines. Hey Link, and then text speech. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what is that? But then, but then it fades to black. Like like, it, like something's then, gonna happen. And then and then the character is literally just standing there like. And then Link is you know it doesn't for it, fucking like ten seconds. It doesn't I'm invest like, me in the story. So as good as this story is compared to the first one. I'm not as invested as I wanted to be, but that's fine because the rest of the game, if you can take yourself away from that and just enjoy it, it's good. But I have had a hard time this week playing it because I just got a little burnt out. But I think um, this upcoming week I'll have more time and I can play it and like do more temples and shit like that. I agree. Tears of the Kingdom gets a 9 out of 10 from Pixelate. Speak for yourself. What? 9 out of 10. I'm not going to argue with that. Four out of ten. We haven't beaten the game. <laughs> We've played enough. Have, I um, not, let, let me not say that. Let me not Speak for that. yourselves. I, I, haven't, I haven't played enough. Because I did just do the, and I don't want to stay on this forever, but I did do the missions that you're talking about and the Hateno Village um, missions. That's when I said I was, uh, <laughs> I was in a political conspiracy. And you guys will see what I mean yeah. when you get there. And it, like, it was fun. It was interesting. But also, I was like, damn, I feel like this isn't really furthering anything important. I'm just kind of Not doing at all. it so it's I can gain there. access to And it doesn't give you much either. Thing. I wouldn't say it doesn't give you much, but it, gives it doesn't you give some. me enough relating to how much time I spent doing it. But it feels like it just compared to, and I know you shouldn't do this, but compared to most open world games, some of the rewards are a little lackluster. That's fair. Um, but I, I also want to say, like, and we can get off this. For y'all, this game is probably incredible because it feels like an extension of what you were doing in Breath of the Wild already, but you didn't ever, like, go... You just told me you didn't even get to the monster-selling dude, which was a huge part of that game. You gave him all your monster Oh, parts. oh, sorry. I do armor. know what you're talking about. The guy that travels, he's really yes. ugly. Okay, oh, okay. So yes, never mind. There's a but bunch of stuff like that in Breath of the Wild, which I completely took advantage of. After 400 hours of the first game, this game is what I wanted several years ago. But now I feel like because I, I have so much memory of playing that first game and so many like uh, so much time devoted to it. When I do play this one, I just feel like I'm playing the first one again a lot. And I still feel that burnout from a few years ago, which is it sucks for me personally. I, I wish I had done what you guys did, like just put 100 hours or 60 hours in it, beat it. One of my friends, he only put 60 hours in the first game. He loves this one. He's been playing it so much. And it's just like, I know for a fact that because I played that one to 100% completion, this one doesn't wow me as much as I think it should have. I actually want to check and see how many hours I put into it. It makes me, it makes me sad because like, I would have been like Adam because Adam, you know, he forgot a lot of mechanics. He forgot a lot of basic shit about the first First so game, it almost so feels like, fresh. So this feels completely new. But as soon as I got back in this, it was like, oh, I'm I'm right back where I was. Yeah. And I put a hundred hours into Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pausing the game for a quick second. We hope you're enjoying Pixelate so far. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you're hearing or watching this. Check out the Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash pixelate underscore. You can find the link tree in the description below for links to all of our stuff. And of course, Share the show with friends and family alike. All right, back to the show.
enough of this tears of the kingdom nonsense we can get into that for years and years on end but what micah said did bring up like a great uh brought up a great concept uh we wanted to talk about moments in games that we love that pretty much should have or could have been left on the cutting room floor so for me personally the first thing that i think of the mary jane segments in the spider-man oh, games god so hear me out, right? Spider-Man, the, for me, the joy of that game is swinging, fuck doing the missions, right? Just swinging through Manhattan is probably one of the greatest experiences I've ever had in my life. But the transition from doing that to doing the slow, methodical, stealth missions, I hate them. And I feel bad for disliking it because... I mean, you know, they throw it in for a break from the action and narratively it makes sense and what have you. But honestly, I didn't play this superhero game to play as this muggle. Like, I don't want to even even as like playing as Miles in that game. Yeah, it's the same shit. And I don't really like this could have been a cutscene. It could have been a super long cutscene and I'd be perfectly okay with it. I didn't have to play this because I because you can't like escape it like you have to do it. The story of that called, game is one of the reasons I never beat it because I just got bored. It's not Mary Jane Simulator. It's fucking Spider Man. Yeah. You want to play as Spider Man and nobody but, like, yeah. unless Peter they have Parker, powers too. Not yeah. I don't want to do Peter Parker shit. Like, make that a cutscene. This is an action game. It doesn't right. need these stealth elements. It doesn't need. And I I feel like they don't add to it at all. But that's just me. And I, I'm i pretty sure, does the, the Miles Morales, I, I don't know if it's, a, do we call it a sequel? Or is it, no. it's a Chris standalone would, Chris, expansion? Chris would stand on this it's hill. A, it's a four-hour DLC that costs six. Loud bucks. and proud. Oh, yeah, man. Chris would be like, it's a standalone title. I was like, no, it's not. Because, I mean, you can buy it separately, yes? yes? Yeah. But it's not, like, it's that, it's a DLC, like, it's a DLC that they shipped off for like forty dollars. It's insane. And people are like, "Oh yeah, this is another game." No, it's not. It's not. It's the best PS5 exclusive. How can you say that that is a standalone title? It's well, my, my point was, well, have either of you played it? Because uh, I was Morales, no. Because I was wondering, I would hope that because it's a DLC, like you said, they wouldn't add any of those stealth elements but i didn't play it so i'm not sure if that's i present. watched it on youtube like the whole game someone could be mm-hmm. like what's the difference between tears of the kingdom and miles morales i if anyone were to say that i'd shoot them <laughs> i will be bombing your house within five You're getting docs that 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 what's the difference sounded so patrick like from spongebob <laughs> like what's that was the difference that was so good one of the most one of the most like standout ones that I'm thinking of is uh, in Final Fantasy 15. I think it was Chapter 11, maybe something like that, where uh, instead of running around with your boys driving, you know, fucking shit up, you're stuck in this stealth section, and it's weird how it's always a stealth section, right? Um, you're stuck in this stealth section where you have a ring and the ring, if you aim it at an enemy and you like attack the enemy, 
they like disintegrate, which is like fine. And it's in, in its own right, but you don't use that ring before or after this chapter. And the chapter itself just slows down the game entirely. And it makes everything a whole lot more like you're not in the mood to play a splinter cell game when you're playing a final fantasy game for at that point, 30 hours or something like that. And it just ruins the entire flow of the game. There were other things that people didn't like, but that was the one thing that everyone pretty much universally hated. And after the fact, uh, Square Enix went in and updated the game where if you got to that section, it gives you it, it gives you the option to skip that entire portion because of because of the the hate that it got basically because because of how slow it is it changes it literally says uh hey by the way this section isn't like all the others do you want to play it yes or no and you click no and guess what you're back into the world that you were already in and then comes the time skip and etc cetera, etc cetera. but you skip the entire part of the game just because of how bad it was and that's dumb because as a developer right if you know that this is the genre of game that you're going for and pacing is important why on earth would you cut it out so drastically and and make it unskippable because it's just it like you said it ruins the flow and it just kind of it, it's it's a very forgettable aspect of the game and if it is memorable it's not for good reason mm -hmm. um when we talk about like things screwing the pacing up i also wanted to bring up the the kingdom hearts 2 boss battle i believe the organization 13 member's name is demix he's the one with the guitar and when he gets to the dance water dance and you have like 15 or 20 seconds to defeat this many things or else you miss you, you fuck up the whole boss battle and if you're not prepared for that like i assume nobody was yeah like it, it seems so unfair and just out of nowhere and it, it, it just kind of screws the player out of the the shit it's like my it's probably the most memorable boss battle from that game because of the tremendous spike in difficulty just out of nowhere and it's like little things like that i just don't understand like where like where where does the idea come from like who asked for this I was also thinking about uh, the uh, in the first Kingdom Hearts when you're in the Little Mermaid section. Oh my god! And it becomes a rhythm game. That was absolutely unbearable moment in gaming. It's trash. Oh, I think that's a that's how it is in Kingdom Hearts too, right? Because Kingdom Hearts 2, they, they took away, like, you can't even walk around in Atlantica anymore. It's just, uh, it's just mini games. Pretty much, yeah. I believe so. Like, they, they, they took that and ran with it. And it's just like, it, it's, <laughs> I just don't understand why you would want to ruin, not ruin, but what are we, what are we gaining from this particular aspect of the game? Like, and I know, I mean, I want to stick with Kingdom Hearts just because there's a lot of egregious examples of this. The entire part of Arendelle where they just play the entire Frozen scene. And with zero context, 
I've never seen Frozen, right? I've never seen that movie. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, I didn't know what was happening. Obviously, I know the song, right? But even at the end, Sora says, hey, I don't know what that was, but it was awesome. It was not. Because it it, it was pointless. And it just, it, it, it was just, it, it seems so corporate shill. And I'm just like, nobody gained anything from this. If you didn't already watch Frozen, you don't know what the hell is happening because there's almost zero context to even Elsa being around, right? And if you have seen Frozen, it's just, oh, you're just seeing it again, but here's Sora, Donald, and Goofy just kind of off to the side watching. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Good. I spent so much time in the Frozen world too. It, it's hard. But it's just, it's hard because it's a maze. There's literally no narrative value of that world whatsoever. None at Zero. all. Michael, what do you got? Uh, my go-to answer, um, even though I don't feel like it's as bad as what you guys have pointed out already, is uh, in the Arkham games, having to do the the Riddler trophies and the... Oh, uh, yeah. Specific, and slash the... Um, detective investigations and some of the games it can be good like some of the especially arkham city i think that one nailed it best but in arkham knight and in origin some of the investigation parts and some of the riddler trophy parts kind of blow um especially in arkham knight and it it definitely like completely halts the pacing of the game and it was definitely my least favorite part of those games i feel like that's not a great answer though because like that's still not like terrible part of a great game you know i actually so are you talking in arkham knight specifically just the whole series in general okay so in arkham knight i actually i think i got all the riddler trophies in that one i didn't get all of them in arkham city unless i had that backwards but in one of them i think it was arkham knight i'm pretty sure i like 100 of that game and there were some riddler trophies where i spent an hour alone like on like one puzzle um luckily i waited until the end to do that uh but had i done it like mid story like mid while i'm like just going about and i did obviously as you're playing some are easier so you just do them but like the harder ones i like just kind of devoted towards end end game content uh and they weren't fun then so i can only imagine if you're trying to get to the story and you in the back of your mind are like i still have to fucking do this oh my god that right, was... like there should never be moments where i'm dreading something and not right. because it's i, ha- I actually do have one fun. that's more recent for me uh in in dbz kakarot you have to it's open world so like there's a lot of like side activities in the dragon ball world like driving around like um creating machines of bulma and stuff that stuff is fun uh like there's races and stuff but then there's a fishing mini game where like it's just you put your your saiyan tail like your prop tail in the water and then you yank it out when it takes a bite and there's nothing more to it than that and that is like I want to say like 25 of the side quests slash missions in that game of like a hundred quests. Dude, by the end of the game, when they were still giving me fishing missions and it's just one button, it's not like you're moving the tail around. You can wag it to like get their attention, but that's it. 
Like there's nothing more to that game. And that but is a like a child could do it. It it's supposed to be like simple, but it's not right. fun. And there's times where it's like catch this specific fish and it takes like 30 minutes to get a fucking golden fish or something. I'm like, this is not the game I came here to do this for. Exactly. I'm playing DBZ Kakarot. I'm here to fuck shit up, not fucking fish for. It's like some developers don't realize that some mechanics don't need to be the main focus. Like it can be a side thing. I'm glad fishing's there. But why the fuck are half your quests fishing? That's what I'm saying. Like I'm all for I'm all for variety, but make it make sense. Ugh. Or just fun and interesting. If it had more going on, I'd be interested, but it was just trash. It was just boring garbage. Um, and if you want to 100% that game, which I think one day I will, because I like that game a lot, but man, you have to like slog through. I'll have to have like a podcast on or something. <laughs> I do it. I'm going to be bored as shit. Um, and just but I can't really think of yeah. like in great games, uh, a specific. Bad I'd game. say um, another one was uh, Crash Team Racing. And we've talked about this before on the show. Just how good of a game it is, you know. Does it trump Mario Kart? Oh my blah, god! Blah, blah. I know what you're talking about. But Oxide in that game, the final boss, is the most bullshit, unfair, fucking. Why? Why is this program the way it is, boss? That I have experienced in a long time. Like no rubber banding, just ridiculous speed boost. Speed boot just you have to be perfect to even get close. Throws out every item. We're talking TNT boxes. We're talking potions. We're talking bombs. We're talking rockets. All of the above. You have to be a professional crash team racing player in order to beat that. To the that first same time. token, to that same token, that game, I feel like, and it, it takes a lot from Diddy Kong Racing, I feel like they artificially extend the, the gameplay by making you have to redo those races and like, oh, now do this race again, but you have to win and you have to collect these three things or you have to collect these rings or you have to do that. And like, they can be fun, but I hate that that's like a requirement for completion because it's like, now I have to go off the beaten path to go and find where these little letters or whatever it whatever it is. I have to find them and I have to like develop like a line where I can do it and not be so out of the race by the time I get it. And like it, it's not that it's not fun. It's strategic. But I feel like when I have to do that for every single racetrack. It kind of like I kind of just want to race. I want to. I'm of the opinion that party games like that, like Mario Party, kart, kart racers, any golf game, sports game, whatever, they shouldn't have campaigns, and they shouldn't have like uh, objective based modes unless it's like um, like challenge modes, right? Where it's like because like everything. For a casual player, those games are the most casual games on the market. You don't get more casual than that. Locking characters and shit like that behind. I'm not saying, okay, let me rephrase. You can have a campaign, but when you have to beat the campaign to like unlock majority of the shit in the game, that's where you lose me. Uh, let me unlock things by just playing the game in that type of game. 
That's fair. Mario Kart. There's no reason that Crash Team Racing should lock half of its roster behind a campaign. It's just not fair. It's like half your half the player base won't ever experience most of the game now because most people aren't touching that fucking campaign. It's a cart game. You think I give a shit? And I'm not saying like we don't, but most people, the casual market's just getting a cart game to play as the different characters. They're not getting it to experience a, a objective based challenging cart game. Like, no. Same with Mario Party and shit. When they're like, play through all the stages and get three stars and then then you can unlock Bowser at the very end of the game. It's like, bro, I'm never getting there. Just give me the character. I'm not getting to that point. I'm not obsessed with your game. Uh, when it comes to party games, I don't think there should be like something like that. Because the game itself is enough that it's going to outlive... Like, you only ever need to play a campaign of, like, that kind of game once. That's the type of shit that'll make you burn out on a party game. Exactly. Yeah. Mario Party shouldn't have a campaign at all. Like, no. there shouldn't even be a single-player mode, fucking loser. Why do you have that game? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny, but, like... Get a life. No, get some friends. Yeah. Play online. Fuck. But to that, to that challenge mode point, Mario Kart DS had a really great challenge mode that was separate from grand prix and it was actually like unique like they had boss battles and um like it was just a lot of fun and there's a lot of variety in it and they never brought it back in any other uh in any other installment nor had they ever had it before but that mode alone kind of puts mario kart ds really high on the the list um if you want to talk about all of them and just kart racers in general um and i just wish more games had like the sense to do that and not they don't have to overstay their welcome because like you didn't have to do it but because they were so fun and challenging in a good way it made me want to so i never had an issue with it but with diddy kong racing and with crash team it's just it's too much and it's not fun yeah Usually those modes don't, like, enrich the gameplay at all. It just prolongs it, which isn't for me. Exactly. Prolonging versus enriching is... Like the fact huge, that MK8 Deluxe requires you to play as many games as it does just to unlock everything, I'm like, bro. Speaking of fighting games, uh, the last one I wanted to mention before we get to our next topic, which is about fighting games. Wait, wait. When you said MK8, are you talking about Mortal Kombat or Mario Kart? MK8 as in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. (laughs) Okay. Never mind. Right. I was going to say, I think think we're... It's not a party game. I heard MK8 and just focused on that. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Let's pretend that he was talking about Mario Kart. I mean, fuck. (laughs) About Mortal Kombat and just go from there. Um. The last one I wanted to mention, Tekken 6, Azazel. Oh, my God. It's a stupid boss fight. Awesome. Just awesomely bad. It's worse than Jimpachi. Jimpachi was bad. but Wait, Azazel, wait. Is it, is it worse than Jimpachi? Jimpachi might be the worst. Jimpachi was Tekken 5, right? Yes. I didn't have Dude, Tekken 5, so I only played that a handful of times. But Tell you what. I'm changing this one to Jimpachi. Okay. Yeah, Jim Pachi was uh, the worst. Uh, In canon, he's supposed to be or something. Yeah, I mean, well, he's sure, but like, he, yeah, he's OP as fuck. But why? Why I does he have his a, design was so whack in that game? Why does he have a oh, giant? You're tripping. Mouth? 
He looks cool as fuck. With the big oh, mouth in his mouth stomach, I don't know. Stomach that doesn't show up in Tekken Tag Two. Yeah, mouth, I don't know why they changed that. The, the mouth on his stomach was really dumb. I thought that was dumb. I love his design overall, but the mouth on his stomach was really stupid. Yeah, it was a little much. So, speaking of fighting games, are we entering the golden age? Of fighting games, Smash Bros. already released. What are you talking about? We got right. Yeah, that doesn't count. Uh, we got Tekken Eight. We got Street Fighter Six, and now we have the very recently announced Mortal Kombat One. You're missing one. Budokai Tenkaichi Four. Tenkaichi Four also. Ah, that's more of a. That's not like a. That's up there. Yes, that's up there. Yes, but for a different reason. People are ah. very hype about that too, with the in, inclusion to these games. Like I've seen it. People yeah, are saying no, no, the no. big four are back. <laughs> Calling Budokai Tenkaichi part of a big four of fighting games is egregious. That please, that's please cut that out. Because I'm telling you, go go check Twitter. No, the I'm people... hip. I know, but that's like a super casual. I don't think there's a competitive scene for Tenkaichi, and if there is, I'm. This would there be the will be time. now. There will I'm, be. Maybe. But There's a competitive scene for Fighter Z. There will be. That's that's different because that game is at least balanced to an extent. Tenkaichi is supposed to be like yeah, off balance. But like Xenoverse is comp is too. Gonna... Xenoverse is also comp, which is a broken game. Yeah. So I just well, I mean it depends on what the what the um the mindset is for the developers. Like if they want it to make it uh more than just a casual regardless of balance though regardless of balance oh are people excited yes it's a big four it's a big four i'm impressed yeah and i'm i'm just it's amazing to me that all of these games are coming out within the same window we can we can honestly expect all of these games within the next year and a half and i say year and a half because we don't know when tekken 8 is coming i'd out. say by the end of next year no we also yeah, that's, don't, that would be a year and a half yeah yeah we, all, we also don't know when jump stars ultimax is dropping i also don't know if that's real um i sent that but it looked i you know i it's i've, I've seen the i don't believe i don't believe everything on the internet anymore um i'm not i sure. i think that that is on its way i think that that's, that's gonna be bad uh if you guys remember jump force that shit was trash they can't make that same mistake twice they can anime games have been they on a can. long streak of being ass for like a decade oh and we'll get to that next week the anime game thing but Man, Jump Force was such a it was such a missed opportunity. Dude, fuck Jump Force. Talk. Yeah, I don't talk even want to talk about it. I don't these talk actual about. good. We're talking, we're talking about real shit. Um, it's a lot of reimaginings, a lot of not reboots, but like every all the games that are being announced in the fighting game genre are coming with like a whole new style. Tekken Eight is Tekken Eight looks amazing. Um, the character models look fantastic. Street Fighter is taking an entirely new art direction. Mortal Kombat One is kind of retooling the story in a sense. Um, and I mean, for it to be Mortal Kombat One is a whole new, you know, reboot. And I'm just—it's so exciting. And, and not even just as a as a casual fan, but liking watching competition, like. Evo, Evo this year 
is well, well i guess evo next year because mortal kombat comes out in september but evo next year is going to be all fresh games it's going to be all fresh games evo is going to be wild um and that's so this this new mortal kombat it's, it's a remake so of the good. first game yeah I don't know if it's a remake or if it's like it's a, a reboot of the series. It, it's uh, something using... new. That's what I. It's like it's yeah. not going to be MK11 or MK12. I mean, yeah, this, this is MK1. This is what would have been so, MK12. And Street Fighter Six completely feels like a new game. Um, it doesn't feel like a Street Fighter to me. It doesn't even look like one. Uh, it looks like a, a Street Fighter, but it looks like a totally new type of Street Fighter. If that makes sense. Yes. Um, and then Tekken. I mean, it looks like Tekken. I'm not gonna lie, but it looks like a really good Tekken. Uh, I think. Uh, I think, unfortunately, because Tekken Eight is who's who has that on the roster for fantasy. Uh, Jamal, is it Jamal? It is. Because it well, doesn't have a release date. Anything that doesn't have a release date is Jamal. It's Jamal's. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think that Tekken Eight might take the highest rating. Hold on, I just want to make this point though. That these these three games will will cut Dragon Ball out for now. Um, the way that they're looking, it's like they kind of realized we were getting tired of specifically Mortal Kombat has gotten stale over the years. I think I know people hype Mortal Kombat, but personally, MK11 didn't impress me that much. Um, yeah, it wasn't that big of a step. Tekken MK, Seven, MK MK10 really like changed what a lot of fighting games were going for mk11 just kind of like did more it of the looks same. Like, it, it looks yes. amazing Te- tekken 7 i know you guys like that game i couldn't get into it as much as tekken tag no matter what i did no um, tekken 7 didn't really even tekken I 6 i thought that. was a little better it was just more interesting um Ooh, and then street fighter easy Tekken, Tekken six Tag better two. than seven is crazy. I'm not saying Tekken it Tag- well, like in terms of interest. I, I was just more interested in Tekken six than I was seven. Tag, Tag oh, well, two that, is that's still different because that was that was a next gen, you know. Yeah. So and I, then okay, in that case, also Street Fighter. We haven't seen a Street Fighter game in forever, um, or like not forever. It's been like 2015, I think. But like it's been a while, and they their market has pretty much diminished until this new game came out. Street Fighter four looked better than Street Fighter five. Yes. Yeah. And and, and it lo- this new one looks totally different. It looks amazing. So it's so amazing. We're we're seeing these three games kind of re uh they're getting uh, their groove revolutionize back. themselves and it it just it's interesting because it's not like they're pushing next gen or anything. I think it's kind of hard to do that with uh fighting games, right? But the way Tekken 8 looks, the way Street Fighter looks, um we haven't seen Mortal Kombat yet, but the way the games just look alone, it, it definitely feels like we're in a different era of fighting games for sure. Um, and I think fighting games in particular, because all these new ones are coming out, we're going to see them kind of become more of the mainstream. Like, I think this Street Fighter release is one of the most popular fighting game. I've never seen a fighting game talked about as much as this Street Fighter 6, other than Smash, right? But like Street Fighter Six, the hype is real with the market right now. It Honestly, might outsell Tekken, at least in the states. I think and, they're doing all the right things, and it's Capcom too. So it's like, of course they're gonna get their bunny up, you know. Um, I just think that it's incredible that we're seeing like these what I thought were pretty much dead franchises, other than Mortal Kombat, 
like kind of because Tekken, I know we like Tekken, but most people I talk to Tekken about, they're like, I don't fucking play that shit. I, I feel like Tekken has a it's it a niche a high market. barrier of entry is but even that one is getting a bunch games. of hype right now from people that don't play it. People are like, oh, maybe I'll pick up this Tekken. It looks because that that Kazuya versus Jin fight that they showed, it looks so good. Yeah. Absolutely insane. It's fucking epic as shit. I have uh, something to ask. I've been seeing people say that they're kind of falling out of favor with Mortal Kombat because of the violence. People are saying that- I don't agree with that. Right. But people are saying, oh, it's starting to look too realistic. It's- it's it's turning people off from the game, which I feel like is such a strange thing to say, knowing what Mortal Kombat has been since the jump. Like it's always a it's always been about this over the top brutality, right? And it has to be a small minority, though. I would hope so, but like I've I've been seeing it more and more where people are like, oh, it's starting to look too real. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Because if you watch that trailer, I mean, this is classic spine ripping. Like, yeah, it sounds Wait, weird to thing. say it, but this is what it is. This is what the game has always been. The thing is, Street Fighter and Tekken are going to have a hard time selling against each other because they have a very sim, not like in terms of gameplay, but in terms of just like from a surface level, their games are very similar. There's no blood, not a lot of violence, and it's just combo heavy games. Mortal Kombat has fatalities and brutalities and a lot of gore. That's their market. And no matter what, they can always compete against other fighting games. If they took that out, Mortal Kombat would have nothing. Nothing. It would just have its characters, which honestly, their character designs are terrible compared to Tekken and Street Fighter. So because they're just bland. But their violence, their violence makes it like super amped up. But the thing that they do have is the customization, though. That too, but that came into more recent entries. At, oh, like in history, Mortal Kombat has always had the edge because of the violent stuff. Uh, for yeah, historically, for like sure, they, they were just palette swaps up until fucking. And that's what people know them for. Whereas Street Fighter and Tekken, you kind of just know them as the hardcore fighting games. Mortal Kombat, you know for the gore, really. Um, I know some that's people. What, yeah, some people might disagree with that, like the MK vets. But look deep down. An MK player is getting washed by a good Tekken player. It's just the end of the day. Like, the, the, the combos are totally different. And, like, the, the skill required is totally different. Um, yeah, that, that argument's crazy to me. They're never doing that. <laughs> They're never toning it down. It's only going to get worse. So just get out while you can. And I feel like they shouldn't even ever add, like, a... You can have a, a mode... For sure. You can have no. like a turn off mode, but uh, well, sure. Some people right. get triggered by stuff. So I get it. And why are you buying Mortal Kombat? I don't fuck. Why do these people play yeah. these games? Mortal Kombat <laughs> on a historically, historically. Why yeah, like why are you trash? If you don't like the realistic depiction of don't buy GTA. I can't imagine people buying the game and thinking, ah. Nah, this uh, I I don't like the way he ripped his eyeballs out of his head. It's too realistic. No, the fuck, it's not. Like, I just I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, and just like we don't know why these people buy these games and then complain that they're too violent. I don't know how to close it on that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. anyways, I appreciate I'm- everybody for watching. 
Um, this has been the <laughs> Pixelate Podcast. You know, we we're all very happy with uh, the recent game announcements and releases. This has been Adam, Wope, and Micah. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Really appreciate everybody watching. Make sure you check out our social media, Pixelate on TikTok, Pixelate on YouTube. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, please leave a like and subscribe. It would mean a lot to us. And uh, we also have an Instagram, Pixelate, and Twitter. What's our Twitter? Pixelate Yep. Same thing. All right. We got to get off the game. We love you guys. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Take it easy. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>